0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's
1: baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Rays reporter, Bill Chastain. And, Bill, let's start by talking about the uh – the big news on Monday that was really no news for anyone, and that is that Chris Archer will start opening day. Uh, some of these, some teams, it's more of a surprise than others. Obviously, with the Rays, this is a guy who has become the absolute ace of this staff. But that being said, what was Archer's kind of, was he excited about the news? What was his reaction to the news?
0: You know, he was excited, and I think he was a little bit humbled because it is such a good staff, and he feels like, uh, you know, while he, you know, certainly embraces being the guy. You know, he understands that he's on a good staff, and and there's a lot of qualified candidates. And he even said, you know, it's, it's different than last year because last year he, uh, when he was the opening day starter, uh, he basically got it because Alex Cobb was injured. So uh, this one really meant a lot to
1: him. You mentioned how good that staff is, and they've looked good throughout the spring. And today, Drew Smiley, good again, four and two thirds. Innings, uh, three hits. He allowed an earned run. He struck out four along the way. Um, the Rays ended up losing the game late, but Smiley was great. Uh, is he on track to be right in that that mix? Where does he fit into that rotation? Is he right behind Archer? Is he number three? Right
0: now, right now it looks like they're going to go, um, you know, right left. So I think he's number two. Yep. Um, not that you know, you know, once the season starts, it really doesn't matter anyway. You know, you never know how it matches up, but. I think he perhaps has looked better than any pitcher on the staff this spring. He's really sharp, and uh, even the home run the guy from Philly hit today—his name escapes me—but it was like a a uh, fastball out of the zone that um, you know normally would be if someone chased it, it would be strike three. So, uh, in fact, he was kind of like, "Hats off to him!" I, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll take my chances with that pitch any time. But he really knows what he's doing out there. He feels great, and uh, like I said, he he really really looks good
1: so the rotation of right now certainly looks strong for the Rays when you look at the future I know Taylor Guerrieri's been up this this spring he's pitched with the Major League Club he's the number six prospect uh, five and two-thirds versus three games he made his first start though on Sunday and was really good through two innings before a tough third inning um, he's obviously a guy who just reached double a in 2015 Bill but does he look like he's on track to be another one of these great race starters down the road
0: well, actually, they've got they had four guys in camp that I you know Cash uh, really touted, and that was Guerrero, uh, Faria, uh, Snell, and um, Schultz. And all of them got options. I mean, uh, all of them got options. They saved for Schultz; he got uh, reassigned. He's not you know then they don't have to option him yet. But um, you know, all of them impressed. They were all uh, you know really uh, were composed and had a lot of poise. And, and their stuff is, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's, anybody can see how how talented they are. So they, they've got a lot to be excited for. But, you know, there's no reason to, to rush him when you've got five, you know, quality starters at the major league level.
1: Certainly not. Uh, It's always good to see these guys get a taste of it during spring training and to see how they react. And obviously, getting a chance to talk with all those guys that are in the rotation can't hurt these guys either. Um, You had an article up this week, Bill, about the bullpen structure and what the Rays are kind of looking for in their bullpens. I thought it was really interesting looking for guys who can go multiple innings. Um, Is their philosophy similar to a lot of teams or do they go at it a little bit differently in spring training as far as trying to nail down that bullpen?
0: Yeah, they're they're trying to look to to find the guys who can give them you know four outs or six outs, uh, and they feel like that'll help them bridge the gap you know on you know from one night to the next instead of um, you know guys who who can't go more than one inning. So um, you know, and there are some guys who don't fall into that category like Xavier uh, Sedeño, who you know they like to have him fresh to match up with left-handers even though he can get right-handers out as well. And I don't think you will see Foxberger do that much this year. But uh, other than that, um, you know, they're pretty excited about trying to get some guys who can fill that criteria or fit that criteria.
1: Just wanted to jump back to today's game real quick, Bill, since it's the the fresh news. But I know Logan Forsythe left the game, got hit on the the elbow. Is he fine? Is that going to be a day-to-day situation, or are they going to sit him down a little bit?
0: It swelled a little bit, but he – he sounded like uh, when we talked to him afterwards, like uh, everything is fine. And, you know, they're off tomorrow. He expects to play on Thursday. So um, I don't think there's – you know, they said it really kind of missed any – you know, it, it was close to hitting where it might have really hurt him, but uh, he was fine.
1: Uh, as far as that, that middle of the infield, obviously foresight that second base and they want Miller to be at short. As far as Miller's spring goes, though, with the the throwing issues, is that a still a concern for the Rays? Do they think that's going to be something that's not an issue going forward?
0: Um, you know, they won't talk about it. Uh, I, I I'm interested to see if he can overcome it. Um, they're trying to work on his foot footwork some, and um, he's actually looked better the last couple of days. He's been on target. So, and you know, when you watch him on the backfield working out, he, he's always hitting the glove. You know, every time. So. If it's in his head, who knows? Um, Only time's going to tell that, but he has been better the past couple of days.
1: I know they'd like him to be the guy the majority of the time. They also like to move guys around a bit, but if he continues to struggle, what would be the backup option or who would get a little more time at shortstop if if Miller continues to be an issue with the throwing? Because you have a lot of different options in camp that could step in, but who would be the guy that would take some of those innings away?
0: I would think it'd be Tim Beckham, but I, I think they're, you know, as opposed to last time we talked, I think they're uh, pretty far away from that. I, I think it'd have to almost be a catastrophe to get there.
1: Yeah, obviously, and, the, the, you know, they invested in, in Miller by bringing him over in the offseason, obviously, as well. Um, another guy, as far as this roster goes, that we've talked about before, Bill, and you just wonder where he fits long-term now is James Loney. Is there any change in the situation with him there, and, and if is he – still going to be a guy that we could eventually see get moved off this team?
0: Well, you know, y'all, you you keep hearing the rumors that they want to move him. Um, I think they're a really good team with him. I, I'm, a, I'm a big James Loney fan. Uh, he, he brings a lot to the table. Of course, he does have a you – know, he'll make eight-plus this year, million. But, um, you know, it, it's going to be one of those pleasant problems you're going to have to deal with it in the spring. You know, uh, you know Logan Morrison, Loney, Loney. Um, you know, Dickerson fighting for a bat. You know, Dickerson, I haven't seen him play much outfield. I've seen him do, uh, you know, DH, and,
1: you know, he really
0: swings a, a nice bat. But, um, you know, how how this all fits together remains to be seen.
1: Yeah, certainly. And I would think that because who knows what can happen in the spring as far as guys getting injured and that sort of thing, you would want to hold on to him, even if the idea is to some point, at some point, move him if you can. You want to wait as long as possible because who knows in spring training? I mean, one guy gets injured and suddenly all those pieces fit together a lot better, and you need him. Right. Um, another uh, spot where maybe there's too many guys for for the positions that they need is catcher. Uh, Bill, I know Kirk Saley and, and Rene Rivera are there. Um, Hank Conger's a guy that can do different things, and they like his bat. Obviously, um, are they going to be willing to keep him on the roster though?
0: You know, again, that's one of those things I, I think we're going to have to wait till the end of spring and see how the health of the team is. I, I think certainly the team leans towards Rivera and Casale. But, uh, you know, Conger has, has shown some, you know, good things at the plate so far. I really hadn't seen him throw much, you know, which is you know
1: has been the, the big
0: bugaboo with him. But, um, you know, they like him. So and, and there's worse things than having three major league catchers on your roster.
1: It's funny, we're talking about all these issues, which are all good things for a team to have. I mean, too many guys yeah, totally. at different spots. Totally. So while we're discussing them, because it's something that the team has to deal with, it's absolutely a, a good thing and they, you know, to have to deal with and ev- eventually make those decisions. Uh, Bill, we're one week out from the game in Cuba with the Rays playing and going to Cuba. Uh, it's a big deal. Um, is there a, the, does there a different... Treatment of this? Is the team going to leave early for that? The guys are going to play in Cuba? How much of a, I don't want to say a distraction, but how much of a kind of wrench does this throw in spring training to make that trip as opposed to just making a normal trip on a bus through the Grapefruit League?
0: Well, we've been laughing because a lot of people, you know, some of the players are are saying, uh, you know, how much of a distraction can it be? It takes you longer to drive from. Port Charlotte, where they have spring training, to Sarasota because of the traffic <laughs> and it takes to fly to Cuba. So, actually, I think most of them are looking forward to it, and and the timing is good too, because it's kind of like at the point of spring training where you're, you know, you need a little bit of a something, you know, to break up the, the doldrums. And, and most of them think that it's a good thing that it's not. It was originally kind of um, set to where it would be at the end of this month instead of where it is. So, Uh, everybody's just looking forward to it. And, and, you know, the overriding theme is they really want to see the, uh, you know, the enthusiasm of of the Cuban uh, fans.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely going to be going to be neat to see a major league ball club go over there and play that game. Well, great stuff as always, Bill, on the MLB.com Extras Rays podcast. Thanks for joining me.